Welcome to the Pathways to Profitability podcast. Personal tales of business success, where we hear local business owners' personal stories of their trials and tribulations that got them to where they are today. Here's your host, Cheryl Mucha, CEO of CFO Your Way. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us today. Our guest is Len Garza, owner of Garza Law. Len, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Cheryl. Appreciate it. So I like to just start with telling the audience a little bit about who you are and a little bit about the practice, and then we'll we'll dig into the good stuff. Sure. So I am an attorney. I'm a business owner attorney that uh, owns my own firm. We're 100% fully virtual based out of Princeton, New Jersey, but we have clients all over the nation, primarily in the Northeast, but uh, also on the West Coast and and everywhere in between. So um, really grown over the last few years. Uh, We started just before COVID. We focus on business owners, family businesses, and private companies, and help them grow their business and protect protect their legacy for them and their loved ones. So I love that you started right before COVID and have grown through COVID. That's not the typical story. So right. we don't have that that glass ball, right, that we can see. You see the future, but good for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I mean, on paper, I'm with you, Cheryl. Uh, if somebody would have told me what was coming in the next few months, I thought, uh, pandemic, uh, let me go take my business to another established firm. But None of them would have me because they were all on hiring freezes because nobody knew it was coming. So, you know, it's happened so many times, you know, when I talk to other business owners and business owner clients, um, like I say, it's like that old uh, hair club for men commercial. Not only um, do I serve business owners, I'm also a business owner myself. So I know what that what that's like. I know what that's like to to go through cash flow crunches. I know what it's like to, okay, you know, payroll is going to be a little bit closer this month or this quarter. What do we do? How do we financially manage things and, you know, make sure they're not mismanaged? Just so many hats you have to wear. Um, So, yeah, COVID really put that under a spotlight, but we were really blessed to grow and and thrive even after that. Right. But I I would think that being as, you know, smaller mid-market family-owned businesses are your client that they needed you even more during COVID for that advice. The like, And same for us. They needed us to help them determine the next step. That's what happened, Cheryl. You know, everybody uh, for a long time, we, we, you know, everybody's reaching around in the dark, right? You know, you, you go back then. I, I fielded so many calls, for example. No legislation had been passed yet. The CARES Act wasn't yet. I mean, this this was all the first few days, first few weeks where nobody knew what to do. Talked to some business owners where they said, uh, Len, I, I, we're not going to be able to make payroll. What do I do? do? Am I able to lay off my employees, bring them back? Words like furlough weren't yet be th- being thrown around that, that were to become very common in the coming weeks. But um, now, now Congress finally asked and pa- passed some legislation and things like that. But so much of it was, you know, you were ser- seeing one thing on the news, but so much of it was just getting on the phone with them and talking through it and letting them know, hey, we don't have clear guidance yet either. But 
here are maybe some things you can do and just reassuring everybody. So that goes from, from me reaching out to other advisor colleagues and saying, hey, what are you hearing? What are you hearing with, the, with, the, with your clients and your people? Very, very grassroots to keep things moving. Um, but, it, but it worked. Right. Yeah. And I think you and I kind of ran parallel in that we just made ourselves as available as a resource because there was so much unknown, so many questions. Right. And the information changed day by day. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 the PPP, right? How, oh, how do we qual? What is this? The application, what do we qualify for? Do I reach out to my bank? I can't get a hold of them. They're swamped. What do I do? And it's just like, you know what? The idea of, oh, that really isn't in my wheelhouse, I don't know, really went out the door pretty quickly, Cheryl. And, and I said, how can, how can I help? How can I be of service? Send, send to me what you got, and I'll take a look at it and help you make sense of it. So it really wasn't kind of a question of, oh, is this, is there, for example, for me, is there a contract I can draft? Is there a, oh, do they need a business entity form? All of that was really out the window. And it really just came to how can I be, how can I help? How can I help? You know, how can we all help each other through this? Because I did know that. I think we all kind of knew that instinctively, right, Cheryl, that if we're going to get through this and we are some way, we don't know how, but it's going to be together and not isolating, right? And so you don't really know what the next thing, what the next thing comes, but it's like, well, I'm going to use my skill set, my knowledge, whatever that is, and try to help. And get as educated as we can, right? Absolutely. And that continued, right? That just continued because once the CARE Act was 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 finally put through law, well, that didn't automatically clear things because then I remember felt like I was back in college again, cramming for an exam, right? I had people <laughs> asking, what, what does this mean? What does this mean for me? Can we get, like, I don't know, this is 800 pages of legislation. I'm trying to read through it, not really even read through, because you can't read through it. I mean, just skim through and try to get the highlights. Then you look at things and it's like, well, what does that mean? What, what's, what, what does this or that mean? So really trying to feel your way around in, in an uncertain environment. And, um, but isn't that just life too, I think too, right? I mean, it's inevitable. Yeah, exactly. And in those conversations, I always prefaced and ended the conversation with, this is where it stands today, subject to change tomorrow, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. But, but then I think, you know, and even then though, um, I get to thinking it's like, this is the real value that we're providing because if it was so simple as to be able to look up on the internet and be able to find an answer and chat GPT just comes in my head right now. Right. People thinking, well, why do I need this? Why do I need that? I've even heard it before. Oh, well, why do I need a lawyer? Why do I need this? I can take something, the right prompt into chat GPT or whatever the technology of the day is. And, oh, this, this means a sea change. And, no, oh, we're not going to need whatever profession anymore. Um, you know, one of my favorite sports announcers is not so fast. We don't really know, right? We don't really, you know, yeah, they show some things here. But um, if they were all black and white answers, then, um, yeah. We'd all be out of jobs, right? Yeah, things would be a lot straightforward. But, you know, things I look at, I know, you know, reaching out to you, Cheryl, leaning on this, it's like, ah, Cheryl, I'm not a CPA. 
I'm not a CFO at some of these financial things. It's like, I can read this with my lawyer, you know, hat on, but what, like, what do you see? It's, it comes down to an interpretation thing and then you make the best judgment you can going forward. Right. So based on the facts, right. Yeah. And it's funny. You you use the word furlough. I don't think I've heard that word again since 2020. Right. It is. (laughs) And you know, and I was saying, it's like, when's the last time I said that? But for a period of months there, it was in the vernacular, right? And so, yeah. It was in every conversation. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's life and business is crazy. But, you know, you mentioned it's another reason why um, I love uh, and I'm really passionate about um, having my own firm as a business owner, but even that much more passionate about, you know, helping other business owners with the skills that I have. Because when I was working with other law firms, not a business owner there, but but representing business owners, um, I had the knowledge, right, and, and, and understood things from maybe a logical and kind of on an intellectual level. Yes, I understood, but to really feel it and feel what things are like, you know, feel that cash flow crunch, feel the up and downs and like, oh, okay, sales have been a little bit flat, but then, whoa, here's the roller coaster spike. Where did that, that that's exciting too, but but to try to keep an, emo, an emotional and psychological even keel, because that's what you need to do um, as a leader of your organization. And, you know, that's, I'm sure what you talk with, with your companies about too. It's just, you know, you're the leader and, and they're looking for, for that boardroom and their advice that you provide, you know, that I provide to, to bounce ideas off of. And I use that roller co- coaster analogy all the time because there's highs and lows, right? And if you're in the high, you need to prepare for the low. And if you're in the low, you know a high is coming. Right, right, right. So it's just hold on tight and it'll happen. And the conviction the conviction with which you said that, Cheryl, you know, it's so helpful to business owners who maybe they don't know that high is coming. Maybe they want to believe the high is coming, but wow, this has really been a, been a low period. It's like, what, what's going to happen next? This, uh, this big loan we have, you know, they're, they're starting to pile up and uh, what's going on with kind of the overall economy at any certain time. What's the Fed doing? What's Congress or whatever? so easy to get in your head as anybody, but especially as a business owner, because you not only of yourself, even if you're a solopreneur, but especially if you have business partners, you have people, team members, employees, people that depend on you, livelihood, uh, you need somebody um, to be able to talk to, to get myself included, to be able to get out of your own head and say, look, you know, we've seen this before. You will get out of it. And then these are some actionable things to pull out of it. So, yeah, exactly what you're saying, Cheryl. Yeah. And and to be able to I mean, we're business owners, we're in it by ourselves, but be able to have other business owners like yourself to be able or myself to be able to go to and have those conversations is so critical. Absolutely. You know, and and then, um, you know, I'm a big believer in coaching. I have a couple of different coaches. One's a lawyer-specific coach. Another's a non-lawyer. By design, I wanted a non-lawyer, just general business. And because some of the things that we talk here, you know, sometimes I tell with my wife, it's just like, wow, if I could only follow my, my own advice that I give you or somebody else better for myself because, 
hey, we're all human at the end of the day. And, you know, when things aren't going, you know, you, you feel like you're so diligent and setting out plans and, and coaching others and help other businesses. When your own plan doesn't seem to be following in lockstep and, and you need to, to make a few, um, a few adjustments, like one of my favorite quotes is that, you know, heavyweight boxer Mike Tyson said, you know, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? And so that not that life. You have this plan, but there are always these things that come in, the, these different types of events, and how do you adjust? Um, and that's difficult. That's a challenge. Me, everybody included, but um, yeah, that's where it matters so much, I think, in just remaining um, connected, not only to advisors, but, you know, and this was true with COVID. Peers. Yeah, peers. Peers. So much. You know, lawyers can help. You know, for me, for example, lawyers can help sometimes. But sometimes in my head, I was like, the last people I need to talk talk with right now are other lawyers. I need. Right. You need a numbers guy or a numbers, numbers guy. guy. Right? I need outside. <laughs> I'm thinking in a box. Right. And I don't know what that box is, but I know I'm in one. And I, I need to. And just that realization is so key. And it took me a long time to get through it. And I think a lot of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs are there too, is that you're independent. You're used to being a go-getter, pushing things forward, not being passive, being action-oriented. But it's important to realize, and this is one for myself too, you're, you're independent, but you're not alone, right? And this took me a long time to learn personally. I know no business owners deal with it already. You think, well, I'll just take the reins and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it all the time. Sometimes that works. That's the difficult thing. It's not a black and white thing. But knowing to say, you know what? I need help. I need to ask for help. I, I, and having that humility um, and being wise to be, to be able to do that and say, you know what? Um, I don't know. I, for, for like us, for example, I, let, me, let me call Cheryl. Because I, I mean, who, who am I trying to kid go through this balance sheet and try to piece it together? I, why am I trying to do this? Let me call Cheryl and she can do anything. And I think people are just willing to help. Right, right. I know for myself, I'm just willing to, like, if I can reduce your stress and get you through something that you otherwise would have taken whatever days or weeks to get through in a very short period of time. I'm all about that. Right. Right. And, 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 and I'm very much in line with that too, Cheryl, you know, I was talking with a, um, a potential client became a client yesterday and we were taught, I mean, you know how, you know, especially what we do, Cheryl, you can get, it, it's so easy to get so technical right. Both with, from the financial and CPN and CPA and me from the legal and, and really just step out from, from the forest, from the trees and say, look, at the end of the day, all this planning that we're talking about, what is it, right? L let's not confuse things. It's peace of mind at the end of the day. And everybody in the room, like they shook their heads. It's like, hey, don't get wrapped up in, you know, for example, we were doing business and trust planning. So things can get kind of complex as to how to structure things. And I could tell there was a little bit of a sense of overwhelm. I was like, hey, this is normal but let's back out a little bit and realize at the end of the day, what is this? Getting all of this done is about peace of mind, you know, and so many things. So 
I'm not having peace of mind when I'm trying to go through numbers racking my brain. But if I can call somebody for, for you know, like you, where it's that's your, you know, I read in this book, they call it this, this zone of genius, right? This area that's easy for you. Or, or you, what, what, what's the words they use? It's like, oh, it's like your mind is dancing or singing, whereas somebody, it's like pushing up through snow uphill, you know? And we can't all be experts in all of it. We can't. Right. So it's just about having those people. To have those people, you have to find those people, right? Connect and, and get over-connected. And, and that, really, that really wasn't me earlier in my career. I very much was kind of siloed in an office and just grind away, grind away at the work. Um, but but uh, you reach a certain point, or I reached a certain point at some time where it's like, Len, you really got to connect not only with other lawyers within your own firm that you work with, connect to the broader business and non-business community, and you never know where that can lead. And through COVID, oh my gosh, what a lifesaver it was being connected to other people to find out what's going on. Yeah, and we were able to open those networks during COVID because there was no more of this face-to-face. It was virtual. Absolutely. And, and you know, and it's so amazing, Cheryl. I, you know, our firm, that's really what helped us grow. We were pretty much solely focused with probably 90 95% New Jersey clients, um, maybe a few New York outside of that. But it was very geographically based. Um, once COVID hit and everybody was meeting, in this in this box right you know we'd be hitting it off on a call in a breakout room oh what part of new jersey are you from new york oh let i'm in boston oh len i'm in you know california oh len i'm in texas or wherever but you by that point you would have already started building up a rapport with people and you realize i want to keep in touch let's keep building this relationship and in some cases let's work together I've hired, you know, I hired other people that way, vice versa. They hired because at the end of the day, it was is tremendously gratifying that it's just like we're all people and making connection. You know, geographical boundaries, they don't have to be a boundary at all. And so exactly. our, our business really grew. Yeah. And it becomes more about the connection and the like the fit and the ability to do what, you know, provide the service that the client needs. And it doesn't matter where you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is a thing we've been adjusting to the last few years. But um, but I love it. I, I love the, you know, being able to connect on that level um, and that other people feel that way, too. Yeah. Everyone's accustomed to it now. But I just wanted to get back to your journey. So you worked for a firm or, or, or a couple different firms and then multiple firms. Right. I was a job hopper. What was that thing that said, I want to do this. I want to open my own firm. Um, it was something that was in me for a long while, Cheryl. It, it was it was like this seed, but I never knew whether I was going to go for it or really do it because of fear. And, uh, and, and, you know, there's that saying, like, everything you want is on the other side of fear, right? And I, I'm a big... I love quotes, right? So anybody can throw quotes at me all the time and I'll, I'll just eat that stuff up like at a buffet. I just love it because I've just found so much inspiration for it. But for a long time, I would have been, I would have been um, scared or probably ashamed to admit it at the time, but I was scared. I was scared for, for over a decade, you know, 15 years 
working for other law firms. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I would hop from one firm to another. I think the longest I stayed at any firm was maybe two, uh, three years. Uh, and I had to ask myself, well, why, why was that? Why, why do I keep moving? What am I looking for? I mean, for a while, um, I didn't know. It seemed like, okay, am I chasing a title? Am I chasing to be made senior this, senior that, or partner this, or managing whatever? And for a while, I thought that was the case. And when I reached that title, I realized, huh, this is this is it. I, I want something more. Yeah, this isn't really what I want, right? Or what I thought it would be. Really what I want. And through a lot of praying, a lot of soul searching, a lot of talking to to my family and my wife, I eventually decided, you know what, my next move, I, I think I'm going to go for this. Um, uh, of course, I planned maybe to do it a few years later than it actually happened, right? Uh, so now looking back, hindsight 2020, it's like I wouldn't have gone off on my own unless I was forced to, right? I was at the, the edge of that cliff and it's like, okay, Len, jump. Um, and life has a way I've found of doing that. And if you have faith and you prepare and, and you focus on what you can do, um, and again, you have faith, you reach out to those, get the right counsel, get the right people in, in your team to talk, uh, things, things just took off. And it took off, in my mind, against, against the odds, in my mind. Because, yeah, like I said, if you, if you would have said, you know, Len, we're entering this this pandemic. You've never been through anything like this before. And it's impossible to say, oh, this is going to happen or, or the states or the Fed is going to do this or whatever. Nobody knows yet. So you're going to have to go do fly off on your own in this environment of uncertainty. That would have been enough to say, no, no, I'm not doing it. But I was forced into that situation and um, really haven't looked back, Cheryl. It, it's really been kind of a dream ride. It's been great. It's funny, too, though, because that's a very common theme, the fear of taking that leap. Right. And then once you take that leap and you realize that it had to happen at that time because you need the experience that you, you got in the time that it took to get there, right? Right. You needed to be that professional or be that person and have those experiences to be able to do it on your own. Right. And then on the other side of it, we learn, oh, wow, I'm an entrepreneur now. Now I can need to deal with the legal, the accounting, the marketing, the, the employees, the HR part of it right. that we never had to deal with when we right. worked the job, right? Right, but right. It, somehow it all comes together, right? And here we are. Still, still, you know, and, and, and I think um, what you said I was under the disillusion initially. I got over it really quick. I was under the disillusion that, oh, because I'm a lawyer, I know so many laws, I have business owner clients, this is going to be easier for me and I'm going to be able to do it without a hitch. Well, maybe that might have been true regarding some things, but very quickly I realized there was a ton that I did not know um, as, far as, as far as marketing as far as clients, how do clients find you? Boy, was that a rude awakening thinking, <laughs> Len, you can be the greatest that we do in the world, but if nobody right. knows about you, 
And exactly. if you don't know how to get people to know about you, who cares? Good luck. Right. And that was that is something I continue to work on, read, feed my mind, videos, coaching. Always learning. Always learning. And I think it I, I think you have to be as a business owner to be the best business owner you can be, Cheryl. For me personally, um, once you stop learning, um, I don't know, that's where things can get to stagnate. And then, you know, so, so it's almost, that's my motivation. I love learning, number one, but also it's just like, hey, whenever I stop learning or think I know enough about this or fool myself, oh, you know, hey, Len, you know about this? Life has a way of, uh, of humbling you and showing you, yeah, you don't know everything. Now you need to go to the next level. Right. So there's some respites of, ah, oh, I get a time to breathe a little bit in business. But it's the roller coaster again. Right. They don't last for long because if you want to go to the next level, there are going to be other challenges that that I myself and any business owner has to go beyond and, and get. And it's going to include knowledge. It's going to include who, you know, it's going to definitely include having faith, because if it was all set together and you make the move, there's no challenge. Right. There's always some set of uncertainty with getting to the next level, whatever that is. I mean, whether it's a revenue level in your company, whether it's hiring, hiring was a huge one. Oh, for yeah, me, me too. So long I thought I wanted to be solo of people or inherently unpredictable. I've seen it from the companies I've been at. I'm going to manage me. That's what I can do. Did that for a while and then very quickly reached capacity. And I said, I. I want to do more. I, I want to serve more people. I want to, I don't want to turn away people who I want to work with. Like, and then it just came down to my coaches said, Len, you got to make that leap. You have to hire. And that was scary. That was scary for me to do that. That was, I think that was the scariest thing for me too, was that first hire. Yeah. And, and, and again, all the things it brings back, all the things that I didn't know at the time. Well, I, I want to hire and I want to do it what my coach is saying the right way. And, and well, what's the right way? It's like, well, Len, you want, you want somebody to come in, um, you know, okay, well, well, I've been using, you know, for, still do freelancers, contractors here and there, but this is like my first full-time employee. It's like, well, Len, that means, you know, the right salary, uh, which was scary for me at the time. <laughs> benefits. Okay. Benefits. I've had benefits before, but what does that mean? setting up benefits for others. So I was, you know, again, you know, okay, what's, what's the true cost or investment? I had to learn that of, of an employee. Right. And keeping it, keeping in mind the scalability of it. Like, cause once you set that standard, the next hire has to meet that same standard. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then it brought on things of like, okay, well now you're the leader. You have to be a leader. And what does that mean? Because I've seen, I'd seen so many situations where it was done the wrong way and some where it was done the right way, but so many that was done the wrong way. And, and really, Cheryl, I was scared to death of doing it the wrong way, right? I, I didn't want to be that boss I'd had in the past that, that made people want to quit. And for me, it was now I'm responsible for this person, this person's family. Like I need to, prov I need to have the cash flow and the ability right. to continue to pay this person so that they can live their life. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and hence right. the gray hair. Oh, that's, that is, <laughs> that's a continue. You, you hit, you hit something. 
you hit something right. I think I just grew a few gray with you saying that, Cheryl. You hit close to home here. And I know for many other entrepreneurs out there, you, you live close to home because at the end of the day, it comes down to, I need to provide as a leader, right? I need to provide. And this isn't about balance sheets. This isn't about contracts. This isn't about what we trained or what we know to do. This is, yes, it's about all that, but it's bigger than that. I need to keep this engine, this thing growing because I've got people to provide for, you know? Uh, and it's, it's, that's, a, that's an amazing and fantastic thing, but it's also, you know, tremendous responsibility, right? And, and as you keep growing. So, but it, but I found, and, and I can tell you, you feel the same way. I found growing as a business though, you don't get there with also growing as a person you know, at least for me, you have to grow, have to grow the faith, have to grow the, can I do this? Yes, I can do this. I need to do this. Not doing this is not an option. And, and you just go forward and, and you get things done. And again, it goes back to your, the fear, right? And overcoming that fear right. and knowing that something good is on the other side of that. Fear. Right. Right. Well, Len, thank you so much. We could talk for probably another hour and a half, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Lots of great things came up there that we could have really dug into, but I'll leave that for our listeners to reach out to you to have a deeper conversation about some of these points. So thank you so much for being here and spending the time with me today. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening in. This and all of our episodes are on our website at pathwaystoprofitability.com. So thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you too. Take care, everyone. That's it for today's episode of Pathways to Profitability. Remember to ask yourself, where can I pay my success forward today? 